into A to Z Sports primetime on a Monday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Make sure you get the Intel Edge with the Gary Ashton team. Two Rivers Ford, where you can get any number of incredible new or certified pre-owned Ford vehicles, one of the state's largest selections, and a non-commissioned sales staff that puts zero pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, there is a lot of uh, a lot of talk, or there was starting to begin the rumblings this offseason of, is there a legitimate chance that there would be a Derrick Henry holdout? Now, it's reported by, I believe Teron Davenport was the first one to have this, that both Derrick Henry and Jeffrey Simmons would be in attendance for mandatory minicamp tomorrow and Wednesday. So with the last couple of months, we've seen a bit of a storyline start to develop around Derrick. He's in an interesting position in his career. He's coming off substantial injury. The last time we saw him on a field of play did not look like the Derrick Henry that any of us are accustomed to seeing. And his contract's in a pretty interesting spot. No guaranteed money left on his deal. Pretty substantial cap hit for an aging running back with a lot of mileage on his body, but still a good, and I think for both sides, a fair deal for what Derrick Henry means to the offense, to the franchise, to the city in Nashville. He's he's earned that contract that he is two years through with two years remaining, including this coming season. He's lived up to that billing without question. Nobody can dispute those things. But there was an earlier report from Jeremy Fowler that, and it was just a, a small tidbit, in a kind of contract, a league-wide contract update, like look around, right? Where they went through, I think it was like 20 different players from Kyler Murray to Lamar Jackson to Jeffrey Simmons. And then there was like a miscellaneous section where Derrick Henry is included. And what Fowler said at the time was that the Titans, even with two years left on his deal, were open to the possibility of extending Derrick Henry, at least open to the possibility of it. So we talked about that and what it could potentially mean, what the cost-benefit analysis of something like that was. And ultimately, I think we, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think the majority of us said, yeah, it doesn't make sense to extend Derrick Henry. His contract, he has almost next to no leverage as far as that's concerned. There's no reason to do it. Everything's in a pretty good spot right now, as is, don't need to mess with a good thing. And as you kind of went through that process, you understood that, all right, where's this information from Jeremy Fowler coming from? Is it coming from the Titans? Well, no, they don't put contract stuff out there publicly unless, you know, in the case of A.J. Brown, there's A.J. is, or the player in the case of A.J. was, putting out contract misinformation and and the front office had to get out there and say to a degree, yeah, this is not an accurate represent, representation of the negotiations because this is, this is just, it's, it's not correct. 
So that's the one time under John Robinson that they've felt the need to speak on contract circumstances and and, uh, extension talks, negotiations, things of that nature. So it wouldn't be coming from the Titans camp. There's no reason for it to come from the Titans camp. So then you look at Derrick Henry's representation. Well, who's Derrick Henry represented by? Derrick Henry is one of the biggest clients at Creative Artists Agency, CAA. We've talked about CAA a great deal this offseason. But for those of you who are unaware, CAA largely runs the sports and entertainment world. Everything from the NFL to the music industry to movie making and everything in between. CAA is is really the hidden puppet master behind all your favorite movies, sports, television shows, on and on it goes. And this is something that, you know, can sometimes work to the benefit uh, of uh, of a team or it can it can blow up in your face like it did with AJ Brown, who by the way is also represented by CAA. So you kind of looked around at the Derrick Henry situation and you said, well, okay, it's likely coming from his representation side of things, just something to soft float to try and see what the amount of leverage to create leverage in a situation where there was none. And that was kind of the situation of the Jeremy Fowler report. So you get to the place where Derrick Henry is showing up today and you can say it's because he's team first. You can say it's because there wasn't really a good alternative for him not to, but I do think it's an interesting thing to kind of look at and to see what your initial reaction was. So let's do that. Let's do your two rivers four take here on this Monday night in the comments on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch, if you would be so kind. Why don't you let us know what message does Derrick Henry, attending mandatory minicamp, send to the Titans and to you as a fan? Let's talk about it together on or in the comment section. While you guys do that, your Two Rivers Ford take, I'll, be, I'll tell you about the people who make the Two Rivers Ford take possible. That is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go for all of your automotive needs. It's the best car buying experience in Middle Tennessee. It's the only place that you can find the Built For You program, which allows you to select any new Ford, any customizable accessories with any color that you choose. Any new Ford the way that I did it, or any pre-owned vehicle. Certified Blue uh, Ford Advantage vehicles is what Two Rivers Ford also has to offer you as one of the state's largest selections. The best in the business, honesty and integrity, and award-winning customer service is what they pride themselves on. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what message does it send that Derrick Henry is here at a time of year when uh, it could be very much debated whether it is actually beneficial to Derrick Henry to be here? Uh, Henry likes practice. Who needs practice? LOL. The King Titans forever says Ario. Well, no, Derek, the, the reality of the situation, Derek really doesn't practice that often, like minimally, especially during the season. Like they're not doing much with Derek at all. Now, obviously this year was different. They were probably managing foot discomfort for some time before the actual stress fracture uh, happened in week nine against the Indianapolis Colts. And Derek is somebody who you want to make sure that you manage because you need him down the stretch and in your most important time of year. He's your best and most effective weapon over the course of the last at least four seasons. 
at this point. So you want to make sure that Derrick Henry is right. So no, it's not because Derrick Henry likes practice. And maybe he likes to be around his teammates, but he doesn't practice really. Now he'll go through drills and he'll do conditioning and he'll continue strength and, uh, and, and you know training program and all these different things. But this is not something where Derek's workload is going to be, you know, is something that's going to be trafficked in very heavily at this time of year. That's really never been the case um, since Derek became the focal point. Uh, for Derek R., he says Derek wants to be here and he isn't a diva like that former receiver we had. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't care whether a player is a diva or not. Like Taylor Lewan's a diva, and you would all you love Taylor Lewan. The vast majority of you, I know some of you hate him, and some of you think that you're better off without him. And you're wrong about that. Taylor Lewan is a very good player, but he's also, you know, he's also a show pony. Nothing wrong with a professional athlete who's a show pony. AJ Brown is of that ilk, and that's all well and good. AJ's hugely talented. If he has the production to back it up, which, by the way, he'll need to continue to prove in Philadelphia. Um, who cares what his uh, diva, I mean, I understand why fans would care. Um, but like from my standpoint, if, if a player has an outsized personality based on their talent level, then yeah, more power to you. If you, if you are comfortable operating that space and you feel comfortable showing people your personality, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but Derek's not that right. Like Derek is Derek's personality is, is different. He doesn't, he's not overly vocal. He's not some, I mean, his his loudest, he is at his loudest when he is playing football, right? When he is feeding off the energy, when he is on the field of play, when he's mowing down the defense and breaking away and pulling away from your secondary, he is loudest in the moments and the energy that he provides is not necessarily that of pregame huddle breakdown, you know, uh, Titans on three, one, two, three, Titans type of stuff. Now, Derrick Henry performs. And that is the greatest measure of what Derrick Henry brings. He's also just a different kind of guy, right? Super low key, uh, goes about his business, does not really, uh, you know, does not really, the, the only, the only publicly, uh, the only publicly bad moment Derrick's ever had, right? Is when he didn't tell Mike Malarkey that he was going back to Alabama to finish up his schooling during like this part of the off season. I think that was his second year coming into his second year in 2017 and that was just like a communication thing that wasn't like Derek you know outwardly being a pill it was just yeah he didn't properly communicate and he's he's done a great deal of growing in that like Derek is not somebody who is overwhelmingly extroverted he's just he's for somebody that size he is very very low-key um so I do think that there's a degree of this that one it's from a business standpoint, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on. And we can talk about that later on in the show. But two, I also think, I also think that Derek is not going to miss anything that's mandatory. Derek is somebody who thrives off this stuff. This is what he likes to do. He enjoys it. He wants to be a part of it. There's no reason for him not to. And even though there are reasons contractually that it would make sense if he tried to hold out, but the effectiveness of that could be debated at great length. Derek Henry just generally enjoys being a part of a football team. He is a football player and he likes to work. And this is the kind of thing that he's going to show up for voluntary stuff. He doesn't need to be here for when it's mandatory. Okay. Time to show up. Uh, It's because Derrick Henry has something to prove says Mark Jones, that he's still the best running back in the league and he's ready to get to work with his teammates. There's probably a degree of proof to that. Uh, I like the way 
Lawan does it though, uh, says Josh Brown. Yeah, no, I agree. Eagles fans will roast AJ the first time he drops a pass or misses a game. He thought the Ville was bad uh, with a laughing face emoji. That's so. But here are the two reasons why I think it makes the most that Derrick Henry was uh, that Derrick Henry was um, never going, never going to, uh, never going to hold out. One, it's not in Derrick's, Derrick's nature to do so. And two, as we'll talk about with a business decision standpoint, it just it, the leverage simply wasn't there. So as far as what Derrick Henry brings, uh, this is this is good energy. It'll be good to see him out on the field. You guys will lose your minds when you see uh, you know the same drill that you've seen a million times that all of us are going to tweet out all at the same time as soon as practice ends at eleven fifteen tomorrow. And you know we can all get excited about Derrick Henry for another season and. That will be the biggest story. How does Derrick Henry rebound? So I think from from this standpoint, there's a lot of this. Uh, there's a lot of this that gets Titans fans excited at this time of year. But is it a good business decision? Because that I think can be debated. Let's talk about that. Um, whether you think, let me ask you the question this way in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch: Fair or foul? Derrick Henry's decision to attend minicamp from a business perspective. Let me know how you feel about it in uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together, and we will get into it at length um, right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is how you get the Intel Edge to succeed, the same way that Mike Vrabel did, the same way that John Hines did. The Ashton team has helped both the Titans and the Preds organization get the Intel edge. They help me do the same and they can help you do the same when you go to GaryAshton.com. They're also hiring. The Ashton team is growing each and every day. They hired 65 new agents last year and they want you to be a part of the Ashton team in 2022. So don't sell without the Intel. And when it comes to being a part of the best real estate team in the world, the best Remax team in the world, not just in the country, but in the world is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, fair or foul from a business decision, Derek showing up for this time of year. Um, I, uh, I, th- I thought this was an interesting comment that I just saw uh, on Twitter. Robert says of the message that it sends to Dar- of, it's for Derek Henry to show up, none, it's mandatory minicamp, it's his job. And... I, you know, a part of me, a part of me, uh, looks at this, a part of me looks at this and says, you know, for the purposes of, for the purposes of that, I think, I think that, uh, I think that for Derek or for just professional athletics, that is true. It's their job to show up. It's mandatory. There are fines associated with it. The club can choose to remove those fines at any uh, at any given point in the year if that is something that they feel is the uh, if that is something that they feel is excessive but as far as uh, but by the time it gets to training camp by the way those fines are in place like the team it's you can't like the team can't waive the fines so if he was to hold out mandatory minicamp they could waive the fines if he was to hold out during training camp or if any player was to hold out, out during training camp under the new CBA the team would not be able to recoup their losses that the uh, that the fines came down financially. So from a business perspective, it's a pretty interesting decision by Derek. Now, 
I think a lot of people who are paying attention to this and are just looking at it from a cold, hard leverage standpoint, you would say, well, Derek really didn't have a leg to stand on. Again, we come back to the guaranteed money, come back to the age, come back to the position, come back to the fact that he's coming off an injury and all these different things that come down. But I think that it is it is not outside the realm of possibility because it is quite common for players to hold out of minicamp, mandatory minicamp, as a means of trying to generate their own leverage. And I think that kind of comes into play. Um, Buck, every time he's chucking weights, he's pr- practicing chucking some Jaguars, MB says, of Derrick Henry. Yes, that's so. Uh, Tim Williams, who seems to be passionate about this. Sorry, Tim, i just seen your comment. Why in the hell are your, incorrect uh, usage of your, dumb, misspelling of dumb, ass, do this shit, trying to make Derrick Henry be the bad person, and that he has not done his job for the Titans. He has gave, has gave everything. So there's run-ons, there's misspellings, there's typings he could he could do for the team. Buck, you are a P-word, and you are a dumb, again, lacking the correct spelling, dumbass fool. Um, well, I don't think I've characterized Derrick Henry as a bad guy. And again, Tim, based on, not that Facebook grammar is everything, but I would say, you know, if you were trying to call anybody less than intelligent, you should probably do it in a more intelligent form or fashion other than making yourself look like a dumb D-U-M ass in the comments on Facebook. But no, I think this is just the general business conversation that comes about this time of year. Now, if you are not somebody who can wrap your thick skull around the business of football, then I completely understand why this would bother you. How dare, how dare the talking head invoke the name of my favorite player uh, and just discussing the general situation around him, even though it is the biggest story of the entire Titan season. How dare you talk about the business perspective in that way, other than good football player run fast, which is clearly the way that somebody like Tim Williams would prefer to consume his football analysis. So I'm sorry, Tim, that we are not dumb, D-U-M, enough for you as a show for you to be able to process these things in real time and for you to be able to separate the on-field, the off-field, and everything that goes into the process of building a football team and the cycle of life that the football team goes through each and every year across any situation. We could be, you could plug, you could remove Derrick Henry's name from this conversation. You could plug in Kyler Murray. You could remove Derrick Henry's name from this conversation. You could plug in Terry McLaurin, right? There's what, 32 NFL markets, probably 15 to 20 of them are having some kind of conversation around a substantial player for that organization at any given point in the year. But apparently, again, we are too dumb, D-U-M, of a show for Tim to be able to process that in real time. Uh, so just kind of looking at looking at what Derek is doing here as far as a business decision is concerned. You know, the organization that represents Derek, and I don't I can't speak to the specific team that he has working with him because it's not just one singular agent that works with Derek or a star of that caliber, right? There's probably four or five people on a team, whether it's marketing, whether it's uh, you know contract negotiations, all these different things that go into the commoditization or uh, com- commoditization. I think there's a, there's again, now I'm making fun of Tim for not being able to use words correctly. Basically trafficking in an athlete as a commodity, right? 
the uh, it's not I'm a businessman, but I'm a businessman, right? Like the Jay Z line, like that's what CAA does. They operate the business around the individual and the platform that obviously that that creates. Uh, I think that I think that when you look at what CAA could do in this situation, they could, in some form or fashion, try and make the Titans squirm a little bit. They did in the case of AJ Brown, and it for whomever you think this worked out better for, and maybe it didn't work out well for anybody, right? Maybe the Titans aren't better without AJ Brown. Maybe maybe AJ Brown isn't going to be a better player in Philadelphia than he was here in Tennessee. But there are ways for the organization who is responsible for negotiating on behalf of the player to try and make the organization uncomfortable in, in route to trying to get them to pay the athlete more money, which also, of course, benefits the agency. Because in the case of professional athletes, like, for example, my agent makes 10% of my annual salary because of the contracts that he negotiated for me. In the case of professional athletes, it's a much higher level of, of compensation, right? So it's 3% is typically the industry standard for what athletes make or what athletes, the agents of athletes make. So I think that while it is a fair business decision for Derrick Henry to show up, I do think that there is a reasonable argument to be made if they had decided to explore a holdout at mandatory minicamp. I don't think under any circumstances that Derek would have held out a training camp when the fines actually matter, when you can't make that money up. And I, I, you know, frankly, you know, when, when I talk to people around Derek Henry, he has like this anxiety about like try about letting people down. He doesn't like it. It's just something that he believes in his core. And it's something that he doesn't like to be put in a situation where he's disappointing people, which is something that the Titans love about him. Right. Derek is perennially about, what the Mike, what the Mike Vrabel, what's the word, uh, mantra is, which is we'll treat you the way that you treat the team. And Derrick Henry treats the team about as well as anybody on that roster across uh, many different years. And I think that as far as the, uh, as far as the, all the different places that you can look, um, as far as all the different places that you can look around, the uh, look around the situation for Derek. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a handful. I think there's a handful of, I think there, you could make the argument if you wanted to, but ultimately the better business decision for Derek and for his representation is just, you know, to try and prolong the Derek Henry experience in Tennessee as much humanly possible. So if you're asking fair or foul, I would be inclined to say foul. Sorry, I'm, I'm super behind on the comments. I'm just now getting to you guys who are, uh, <laughs> who are uh, <laughs> who are going at now I feel bad see this is why I try not to roast people anymore producer Reed is trying to get me to you know to try try and get me to be a little more graceful uh on a regular basis what what do you read get up read up get on here I think I think more often than not you try and you try and get me from losing you try and keep me from losing my cool on people like I did to Tim Williams there and I think I think that's the proper path. I think I should be more judicious in the way that I go after people on the internet because then it creates this echo echo chamber. Absolutely not. Everyone in these comments, even those who get roasted, are looking for the buck rising roast nowadays. That needs to be one of our ending topics: is the buck rising roast right there to just go at somebody in the comment section because you come at it so gracefully, and then it's just a hardcore punch to the gut that you end on. So keep it up. Don't ever, yes, exactly. Buck about to go off in three, two, one. 
here he goes. Yeah, you know, I try to. Uh, okay, back to the shadows, Reed. Thank you for instigating all of the bad, all of my bad behavior. But I think, I think to do a. Would you guys like a rising roast segment? I don't know. I feel, I feel that it has to be. Uh, I feel that it has to be organic. Like I feel like it just has to be something that I see uh, in real time. Like I don't think we can manufacture it at the end at the end of show uh, at the end of show segment. And by the way, if if me teeing off on somebody helps them correct their spelling for the next time they come at me and they do it grammatically properly, I'm happy about that. I feel like I feel like we've grown together. That represents positive progress to me. Uh <laughs> just seeing some of the comments about damn that dude definitely typed to text. Goodness, uh get him buck. Don't give the haters attention buck. That's all they want. You know, I I I think that I'm fine with people that, that don't, uh, generally I'm just fine with general haters. Like, I think that's okay. And if every once in a while you got to take the, you know, it's like for those of you serial killers who used to take the microscope out in the sun and try and fry ants, right? Like every once in a while, you you don't want to do that to ants because that's probably indicative of a larger behavioral issue. And for that, you probably need to talk to somebody with a professional license. But as far as internet trolls are concerned, I think it's okay to occasionally take the mic, uh, the, uh, the, the microscope and just kind of roast one every once in a while to stick it to them. So it feels good a little bit. It's my version of therapy. And, you know, also I see a therapist. So there's plenty of ways for me to blow off a little steam every once in a while. Um, anyway, let's keep it moving. Uh, Buck, some of these people need to get their asses burned due to some of the stupid shit they say on here. It's the ash chewing their parents didn't give them when they should have. Well, that's funny because I have no children. Um, so it's not like I should be somebody who is out here trying to pseudo parent uh, people who uh, who step magnifying glass. Thank you, MB. Thank- See, I'm a dumb person too, Tim Williams. You and I, we're not so different, okay? I'm sitting, I'm out here calling it a microscope like a dipshit when I mean magnifying glass. Thank you, MB. I am also a stupid person. And so when I roast people for being stupid, just know that if you roast me properly, I am willing to concede. I am down for a good roast of myself. But if you, uh, if you, if you step up, it better be done correctly because you guys have a comment section, but I've got the microphone, which is an inherently powerful tool when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the, uh, you know, just, just the general roughhousing. Okay. Anyway. Uh, let's, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the wide receiver thing. I really don't. I I just, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the AJ Brown stuff. So I I know Austin and Zach led with it this morning. That was the correct thing for them to do. I talked about it on the radio show today. Long story short, I wrote about it at a to Z sports.com. The correct, um, the correct situation on the AJ Brown thing. And we'll leave it at that because I just think it's a waste of everybody's time at this point. I would say that the correct assessment of the A.J. Brown claim that he's the best wide receiver in franchise history, uh, he's probably he's probably closer, and this was something that I, I got tweeted at me today. Statistically, when you talk about just the time that he spent here over the course of three years, A.J. Brown's career is closer to Kendall Wright or, uh, or Kenny Britt than it is to Derek Mason or Drew Bennett or... You go through the list of you go through the list of Houston Oilers wide receivers that have had tremendous careers across the uh, across 
the, the, the lifetime of the franchise, which goes back to 1960. In reality, A.J. isn't even the best wide receiver to play for the Titans since they moved from Houston to the state of Tennessee. So we can leave it at that. Best wide receiver ever is Derek Mason for the Tennessee Titans franchise. And we could have put a bow mercifully on the AJ thing until, you know, the next time he tweets again. Have a great night. It was enjoyable as always. Thank you guys for participating. Thank you guys for being good sports. It always makes me laugh. I love that we can have this time together. We enjoy, uh, we enjoy, uh, doing this with you Sunday through Thursday night. Radio show tomorrow. I'm going to be at Titans practice. Uh, we'll carry Mike Vrabel's press conference live. Derek Henry is going to be in attendance. He's likely going to talk, so you'll hear from Derek at some point during the course of the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Have a great evening. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, and if not, then at 10 a.m. on the radio show on 104.5 The Zone.